editor's note here. So since Zencaster has such sophisticated recording software, my audio was actually delayed a couple of seconds behind everyone else's. So within the first five minutes, if it sounds like I'm interrupting people, just know that that was not my intention. Um, it was another slight technical difficulty. We will make sure that there are no more technical difficulties in the future. We already figured it out. Um, I did the best to edit this episode, so I hope you guys enjoy. Love you guys. Hey there, West Coast Pop fans. Uh, we're back again, all four of us in full force. Zach, how are you doing? We missed you. How are you doing? I'm good. I missed you guys, too. All right. Don't of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we got Paul right here. How are you doing, Paul? Don't leave, Zach. Yeah. Again. Our, our subscribers really, <laughs> our account can't take that hit. Yeah. <laughs> and Nock, how about you, man? I'm good, man, and I promise everyone I will not make a where can you find this joke again. Uh, <laughs> oh, appreciate the views. Okay, what is that? Okay, what? Okay, can you explain that to me? What's going on? Wait, what? Uh, you know, we asked Zach, uh, where can they find us, and he says something funny, and I tried last week, and it wasn't funny, so uh, never again. Oh, man. Mm -mm. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, we have a harsh critic. Did, did uh, a fan say that? Uh, no, no, Zach, uh -oh. uh, let me know. Uh, okay. Uh, profusely. Oh, of course. <laughs> you would. You would, Zach. Oh, yeah. Mr. Zach, it's good to have you back. Let's break down. Let's get going here. <laughs> yeah, let's get started with some weekly highlights. We start off with the flagship show, Monday Night Raw. Do you guys have any highlights you want to talk about? Yes. What's going on? My well, boy Christian I guess and the people. Yeah. Uh, Hell of a segment. Too. And I guess they had to, you know, give Charlotte... And I guess they had to give Charlotte something after she lost the title. So I don't know. She deserved that one, I guess. Yeah. It was a good match. I enjoyed that match. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. <laughs> it looked like a good. It was a good week for wrestling <laughs> as a whole. But Rob did his job. It did. <laughs> yeah, very good. Oh um, boy, Bobby <laughs> getting a tap out with the master lock. Yeah. I'll give uh, it. The Capilano is a little too much. I think they are kind of running the course at that now. Uh, something needs to happen with that. Feud. Yeah. I think so, yeah. The the what? The Viking Raiders the, and the, the Street Profits. Oh, get rid of that. I'm getting so sick of that. <laughs> it's the same shit every week. Yeah, it was cool at first. Yeah. I think yeah. when MVP and Matt Hardy did it, it wasn't this long. It was only like three weeks or so. And it wasn't like a long yeah, it segment. Like three weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is... Especially when it's two teams that could put on a five-star match. I think it's it's too much. Just get to the Western mm -hmm. already. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you already found a solution, like, um, to the whole, like, fan, like, the crowd situation. You know, there are people there. Just have them wrestle now. We're not really in quarantine anymore, if you think about it. Which, you know, I'm, we... Last week, I I don't know I didn't make it onto the podcast because of our tech issues. But I had so many complaints about WWE. Mm -hmm. This next one, it's more of a news and rumor thing, but I'm mm -hmm. just gonna cover it now. Is they've been treating their live crowds like yeah. shit. Like they've had them on hours on end, forcing mm -hmm. them to react a certain way. And just yeah, why is it every time that they try to do something AEW did, they do it the wrong way? 
<laughs> yeah, or there's always some shady back, like backstage story. Yeah, can't even sit down or anything. No, they they uh, I I remember what was it? There was a report saying that um, they Pete Dunn, not Pete Dunn, what's his name? Kevin Dunn, is just on his fucking um Mm -hmm. loudspeaker, just shouting at people like, "Hey guys, have more life." I know you just sat through two hundred five live, but you have to actually care about this now. Um, wow. And somebody during a match, I think they restarted the match because Kevin Dunn was like, "Hey, I want." It was Otis and. Corbin last week, he was like, I want you guys to do more power, mm-hmm. more spine busters. So, this whole situation with the crowd, I don't mm-hmm. like it. Because just do how AEW does it. Have it free and loose. Don't script it so hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't even know that was going on. And the wearing of uh, the t-shirts is stupid too. Um, I think I sent you guys that uh, photo of I forgot who it was. They're wearing an Iconics t-shirt. And then the Iconics came out. They were booing. It was um, all Santana Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so controlled. Yeah, it shows, I remember and that. These, these crowds are getting exhausted, and it shows as well too. Yeah, but uh, any other highlights from Raw you guys want to mention before we move on to uh, the Seth Rollins thing when Alistair Black tackled him out of nowhere? That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. And also, not that I'm complaining. Um, where's Nia? <laughs> they didn't use her to interrupt the Charlotte match, but like, yeah, she has a ma- uh, championship match this weekend. I don't. Yeah, what the booking wouldn't is. you want to use her? No, if she's the number one contender. No one should ever want to use her. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's bad, but like, I'm just saying, like, in terms of storyline, wouldn't it make sense for yeah? Maya? No, her absence was definitely felt it just, it's kind of weird, but uh, yeah, I, I don't care about that. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. If they find a that's reason a for her to disappear from the match and mm-hmm. fill Charlotte, I don't, I wouldn't care. They can just walk out yeah. and say, Nia's done. We're, we're, she's gone. I would fine with that. <laughs> if they have her win this upcoming pay-per-view, I, I, I don't know. I might have to take a break from Raw for a while. Yeah. yeah. I might have to take a break, dude. I, I just can't. I, I can't take it anymore. I, no one would blame you. <laughs> you guys have to update me on everything. You have to tell me all the highlights. I just don't want to injure Oscar. That's my only. I, I I'll take her winning as long as Oscar walks away on two feet, with, with a, a face that's not broken. That's all we ask. Exactly. But uh, if that's nothing else, uh, we're gonna move ahead onto AEW. Look at the order this time. Uh, Zach, did you have any thoughts on AEW this week? Oh man, boy, that FTR song sounds familiar. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Can, like, what the what does hell? It sound like, what Zach? copy and paste crap can they keep doing yeah. with XWWE guys? <laughs> they're, they're teetering on that copyright uh, infringement. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's the music guy for AEW? <laughs> Whoever the guys for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Johnson. I don't think they just have one guy. I think it's a few people doing each one. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Like I, 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 the match was fine and everything, but I mean. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? And then side note on that match, Jericho used the catchphrase, um, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Um, <laughs> yeah. The version of that, uh, that's a Tyson quote. So it's kind of funny. He's, ah. he's doing feuding with Tyson. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, Jericho. Um, I didn't know that. The more you know. I enjoyed the match a lot. It was definitely the Butch and Blade's best match since uh, debuting. Mm-hmm. It was a little yeah. crowded on commentary with four guys. I was telling you guys they should rotate someone out if Jericho comes on. Jericho's great, amazing, mm-hmm. but rotate somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Goodnight Express is the new name for the finisher. Yeah. Yeah. I like Shatter Machine so much better, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why Like, what is... Name. Okay, so what is their gimmick? Are they, like, Miami Vice people? Or... I don't get it. No flips, FTR? just fists. Yeah. Oh, it's more like like 50s throwback. So it's like that style yeah. of wrestling that their kind of look is a modern update of that. That's all. Okay. All right. Yeah. And why the Midnight Express? Is that Does that somehow correlate with the gimmick or? The Goodnight Express? Um, I think they released a statement on there. Maybe they didn't. I can't remember. But uh-huh. yeah, uh, I think just to change it up and have it new and fresh, which the butcher kind of took in a sloppy way, but that's all right. Yeah, it was a little mess up. Yeah. It but actually gave me an like... idea for a finisher. Seeing that, I meant to say. Yeah. I meant to do like um, the Shelton Benjamin Pater into the. I think that'd be kind of uh, cool. Yeah. Like it, was almost, like a, it was almost a Pater line. instead of a. Yeah, instead of the. Uh, flat Code breaker. A code breaker. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That move always looks hard to sell, though. It does. You need Like, you have to. Yeah, you have to land a certain way. They should have did it on the blade instead of the butcher. Would it look better? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone lighter. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a good match for Cash Handler and Wax Hardwood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Eric, how'd you feel about the show? Uh, I will say, my I loved it simply because Cody is doing a great job already with his TNT Championship. Give him more time and shine. I never know who they're gonna push because I. I never would have suspected Scorpio Sky getting the first, getting a shot at the championship. Yeah. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. think Mark Quinn would get a match, so I like that they're really mixing up the pushes. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Yeah. Yeah, give everyone a spotlight. You know, that's what you did your job, and it was really cool to see that. He looked mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I hope uh, next week, mix it up. Don't pick someone young. Have uh, I mean, I wouldn't even mind if Jericho tossed his hat in that ring at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going for Jake Hager. That'll be the, his, the big feud coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Arn's telling him to stay away from him. Yeah. Mm, I dig that. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope Orange Cassidy's okay. Took a beating. Yeah, and yeah. Eric, I got to agree with you. They need to lay off the Orange Cassidy matches because otherwise it's going to get to a point where I'm not even going to be too interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy can go, but just don't don't make us – don't let us know that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's we know you're good. Gimmick. Yeah, we know you're good. You don't have to prove anything to us. Like, you're already over. Yeah, but we'll see how uh, how it goes. Everyone loves mm-hmm. him in the business, so I really I have yeah. hope that it'll work out. Yeah, same here. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, any other highlights before we go on to NXT? Um, cool seeing Tony Hawk cameo. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys see him too, but yeah, I see him every now and then boarding through L.A. here, and it's always cool because uh, really? I was huge, huge into this video games, and it just kind of exciting. Yeah, Tony Hawk's the GOAT. Yeah, and yeah. he was also a pizza delivery guy for Pizza Hut in Gleaming the Cube. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, first movie. Check it out. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. I dig it. But uh, next up, we visit down back to the Performance Center for NXT. I'm going to go ahead and start this one off by saying uh, Karrion Cross is taking that towel off Adam Cole, and I think that's, you think so? I think that's unfortunately going to be his call-up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. They're doing an amazing job right now. They are. Scarlett looked incredible this week. Oh, she looks so good. Can't get over it. I agree everything you just said. 
<laughs> Can we talk about our girl Io Shirai though? Yeah. 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 Genius of the sky. Overdue. I was but, very happy for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the little promo package they put together for her. She didn't need to come out and talk to the Performance Center crowd, and I thought it was a great way to introduce her to the regular audience who didn't see the pay-per-view. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And also, guys, I'm really sorry for um, spoiling <laughs> one of the results for In Your House. Yeah, yeah. My bad, but, you know, you guys just kept on, you know, sending me text messages like, oh, Charlotte Flair's battery never ran out. Well, it did <laughs> at In Your House. New champion. Yo, yo. Yo, just, just to show the world faces. how evil Paul is, he will text us <laughs> and tell us, don't spoil something. But the one time, I didn't catch it. Oh. Anyway. I'm a hypocrite, I'll admit it. Charlotte's going to put Dexter Loomis under your bed tonight. <laughs> I would um, He is great. <laughs> but it looks like NXT is free of Charlotte Flair for now. Until she's about to come back for a visit. It made me... I feel a little bad for her now, so I'll ease up on her. For wow. sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, I'm evil. Anything else going on in NXT world? Um, Dexter Loomis, great job. He's a great character. You see uh, mm -hmm. El Hio unmask himself? He formed a stable? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, I dig I, that. I mm -hmm. dig Me it. Too. I've seen the stable come again. I think he would unmask himself and change his name, but it, look, yeah, it looks good. Shock. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, Joaquin Wilde is in the new group, right? He is. It's him and uh, Angel uh, Mendoza. About time they defined oh, really? Joaquin. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. I think Mendoza's needed something for a long time. He's just been like the yeah. very good jobber in the next T. That's okay. yeah. This, this is really good for him. Joaquin Wilde's a good talent. Um, oh, he's, he's been incredible. around for a while. The Filipino yeah. playboy, dude. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited for this. They could, they could be something. And yeah. It looks like Drake Maverick could be a great face to go up against them. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And way before Malcolm Bivens was into share, I was totally into share with if I could turn back time. Not sure how mm -hmm. I feel about this tag team. Um, I don't like, uh, I don't know. I don't like big silent type tag teams. It just reminds me of a lot of 80s tag teams. And then mm -hmm. if they ever want to try to break up, it's super, super hard to do. Yeah, that's true. It's always a radical uh, turn for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Something happens. I mean, look at the Usos. They let their personality shine, and now they're like the highlight of SmackDown for me. Good point. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that. And also, like, I don't know. Are they just making Casey Kenton Zero a jobber again? Or? Yeah. She's pretty much just jobbing out. She hasn't really got anything going. Yeah. She's still learning, though, so. Do you think maybe this is kind of like punishment for leaving and then coming back? I don't, really know the, anything with her. I don't really know the term she left on when she... um left i think she was just taking time off i don't know if it was anything uh, serious yeah. yeah no it was uh it was injury thing like she they didn't think she was gonna wrestle again so it wasn't her fault well i heard that she left on her own terms at first she didn't think it was a good career fit and then mm. she came back later because she was really liked in the locker room and people encouraged her to come back that's what i heard gotcha mm. yeah well we'll never know we weren't there but yeah i think I don't think it's a punishment thing for her. I think she's still... I don't think she's on the level to be with, like, Candice LeRae and them weekly. That's true. I think she's still learning. That's true. Yeah. She's still too green. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, how do you feel about Cameron Grimes? I... I don't know. I'm on and off about that, dude. I think he's a great wrestler, but I don't... 
Like him and what's that dude's name? The archer in the fucking hot top. Uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, just him, like both of them. I think it's their gimmicks. I don't like. I just don't connect with. They're great wrestlers mm. and they put on great matches. I, I don't know, guys. I kind of like Cameron Grimes. Like his gimmick to me is refreshing. I haven't really seen anything. I mean, I don't really know what it is. I guess it's like a goofy charismatic cowboy type of deal i don't know it's something new it's like what i said a couple weeks before you know i want something different like that dexter lumis and i feel like cameron grimes kind of is that i don't know yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a character yeah. yeah i still don't like priest that much i i feel like he's pretty generic yeah i mean maybe jbl can teach cameron grimes how to be a real cowboy and i believe it <laughs> a moment <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we'll go ahead and move on to SmackDown Live. And I have one question for you guys. What's that question? I'm not going to do it. Good try. Good attempt. Yeah. SmackDown Live. Um, I know you got a big highlight there, Knock. My boy. The phenomenal one. AJ Styles taking home the IC belt. Now Triple Crown WWE. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be happier. Great match. Oh, yeah. Um, usually, I'd be kind of annoyed if, like, somebody is hogging all the attention, like a certain someone that just lost the title. But this match made up for that. Like, AJ Styles is so good. Anything you put those two in, it's going to be a five-star match. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And they, they could have gone either way with the title reigns. Uh, Daniel could have gotten it, defended it weekly. AJ got it. There's no wrong choice here. No. But, yeah, a very good match. Uh, gonna go ahead and steal Zach. Uh, your thought that they should end this and a couple shows like this with the IC title, yeah. And I think we're gonna get the matches that we wanted from AJ and other people like Drew Gulak and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I, I think it's you know, it may not be on the, the big stage like it was at WrestleMania and we got that C plus yeah. match, but I think we're gonna get the workhorse matches that we wanted from them, maybe yeah. a Matt Riddle match, yeah. There you go, yeah. I will say, um, kind of a pop up teaser for the next pop 10 video we're working on uh we're doing the top 10 wrestlers in 2019 Mm -hmm. and in my research somehow it led me to watching pharrell's japanese music video for happy oh gosh oh i heard about that (laughs) and in it is just random japanese like celebs i guess and shinsuke is in there back when he was the iwgp intercontinental champion and (laughs) it's just such a difference like wow Man, that guy was the best IC champion over there. And over here, he just they just didn't book him. I mean, I, he was strong in the beginning. They just never gave him a title defense. Like, he never had any matches, which was weird. Yeah. I mean, they gave him that match at WrestleMania. When he, during his IC run, I think he's talking about. Oh, okay. specifically. Yeah, yeah. Because, right. yeah, oh, oh, when he first got there, he was amazing. He won yeah. the World Rumble. He, he was great. He was strong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like, that towel run. It was yeah, just towel run. You didn't get mm-hmm. much. Oh yeah, no, you're right, Zach. Yeah. How do you feel about that copy and paste segment? Man, that pissed me off. Uh, do not like the segment <laughs> with um, the setup. I kind of knew it was coming. I read some spoilers, and in case you guys didn't know, this is the exact same segment they ran with HBK and Vince McMahon. I think they even saved the little P cage barrier that they had for that <laughs> yeah. segment too. Back in storage. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. Um, if you guys watched it, whoever you are across the country here in LA, I watched it on cable spectrum. Um, Fox 
cut the P part off. It went to a promo for Backlash. So that stuff did not go. Um, and then it went straight to commercials from there, which made going back to the segment with Seamus washing his face and stuff uh, seem weird and didn't, you know, you can't put two and two together if you don't see the, the beginning. But um, yeah, so Fox cut that segment here on the West Coast. Was that only for cable, Zach? Yes, it's only for old man cable, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, I, I, I can't relate. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I will say this: this segment kind of—I don't know—it reminds me of the fact that we never hear leaks from AEW when it comes to like what's going to happen, even though they're also yeah. pre-taped. Mm-hmm. But all week long, I've been hearing like warnings and like just spoilers for this segment. So I don't know, Vince, you got to put some plugs in your vote or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and it's like um. You see the crowd, Jeff Hardy saying he's an alcoholic, you know, all the stuff. They're cheering him. Yeah, Jeff, great. Then Seamus goes there and says, don't do drugs. And they're booing him. It just, it was weird. And I don't know. It yeah, plays like a back mixed into, message. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to say? Exactly. Well, all the drugs. <laughs> like, Seamus was good in this segment. It just another copy and paste segment. We've seen this storyline from them three times now. Uh, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense right now. But the thing is with CM Punk is that it made sense because CM Punk was a straight edge superstar. Yeah. Yeah. So that, pitting him with Shaman, just Sheamus just like what sense does that make? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Weird storyline, weird angle. I don't think anyone in the business likes it. I know Booker uh was saying on uh what's that FX? Hall of Fame? Oh backstage. Um, uh backstage. Yes. Thank you. He was saying like he hopes it ends well. Like he, he was just listing off an example about like people who did this storyline doesn't end well for them, oh. where they go back to it or they just yeah. it's not a good storyline to do. Yeah, I mean I think they're trying to build a big comeback story so he does get the universal championship. I'm pretty sure that's kind of part of their dealing with him so he doesn't go to AEW. But it's a weird yeah. way to get there. Yeah, bring back that uh, custom Jeff Hardy title. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. But um also gotta give a give a welcome back to Tucky. Finally came back. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> He'll turn incoming. Oh man. And as soon I mean, as they I gotta give him to... something. And they will give him his walking papers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn shame. That guy did his only crime is that his partner is Otis. Yeah. Yeah. And and also not being that exciting, but otherwise, pretty uh, pretty good SmackDown. Yeah, good SmackDown, good show. Shout out yeah, to the New bad. Day. Yeah, that's right. Very uh, very nice moment. I'm glad WWE they try hard to prove that they're like on the on the good side. So I'm glad they didn't stop them from doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a lot about who they are in the company too. I mean they. It's beyond paying your dues. It's just being so good at what you do that you can just kind of do whatever you need to do and support the cause like that because of what you've done in that business. And that's a that's a company that we all know likes to be very strict about what they allow talent to do. So it was a it was a really great moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I dug it. But for right now, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up our weekly highlights. And we're going to go ahead to some news and rumors. Our question of the week is going to be at the end of this segment, but we're going to go ahead and get started on some other things real quick. Uh, first off, Nock, 
I I kept my eye out for this one just for you to see what the what the response would be. Mm. Uh, AJ gave his response not to anyone questioning his thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement, but to CM Punk specifically. Okay. Um, somebody tweeted out to AJ, I think, and AJ responded saying that he does not respect Punk enough to answer back, basically. That he's, and it's not his Ouch. job also to uh, speak on things like Black Lives Matter. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much saying like, uh, his job is to wrestle and take people's minds off of this. It's a, it's a hell of a non-answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not going to criminalize him off of not speaking, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But why did you have to add in the, well, I don't respect him enough to speak to him? That's just going to garner more heat. I know. I feel like, I feel like, like use your, choose your words wisely. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a great look for AJ, but no. I, we don't know enough yet. I'm sure maybe someday someone will tell us what he's really like. Maybe Xavier. Yeah. And then you kind of yeah. have to look at Punk too. Punk's not exactly, I don't know. I don't know how to say, but he, he's a potster. So you got to look at yeah. that aspect he, of his comments. The thing is, is that he has a point this time around though. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm gonna wait for more evidence to come out. Just like Tessa, we need more people to yeah, come out. Yeah, like Tessa. It. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nonsense that but here's the up. thing. Yeah, I think CM Punk is kind of like a drag queen. Like, he reads people. Like, there's a bit of, there's a hint of truth in a read. So, whatever he says, you can call him a pot stir all you want. There's always a hint, there's always gonna be a hint of truth in there. You always have to say, well, he has a point. I mean, that's how I feel about CM Punk. No, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Just calling people out. Yeah. I mean, it's good to start the discussion. So, yeah. Just thought I'd bring that up. You know, interesting little uh, topic. Next up, we have the fact that Paul Heyman is no longer running Monday Night Raw creatively. Bruce Pritchard is, I want to say this happened before, but he is once, he's now in charge of both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Like, I don't know the specifics, but how many times has Bruce Pritchard got fired for this type of stuff? So, put him back in charge. This right. is a ring around the rosy thing that they're doing here. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't question yeah. This is stupid and say goodbye to Ricochet, Alistair, and Cedric. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the only thing that was holding, that was um, keeping Cedric in the company was Paul Heyman. So. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Apollo Crews also loses that title very soon. Yeah, I mean, he faces Andrade. I feel like he's going to lose it back to him. I don't see him having that long run, like I said before. And, this is even more evidence. Yeah. There was a, I can't remember where I saw it, so it could have just been on Reddit or something, but someone was saying that it feels like Vince just did this so he could fire Heyman and Bischoff all over again for ECW and, and WCW. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just I wouldn't up, be so surprised. Down. It happened nearly 20 years ago. Get over it. Did yeah. Bischoff even get a proper turn when he was in the SmackDown charge? No, he he did not. He because he was mainly there. Like they, first he said creatively, and then they're like he's gonna be like a liaison for Fox and SmackDown. Yeah, and then yeah. it just fell apart. So I don't know. Vince is just wacky, heavy. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any news or rumors you want to bring up? Do you have anything? 
Uh, really quick, it. Evolve is kind of going away. Uh, it, it's might be really? by uh, WWE. Um, that's the rumor right now, which wow. would allow them to put all of their video library on the WWE network and do whatever with the talent. But that is not. Oh. But Evolve is uh, not looking good right now. Jeez. I mean, Evolve was kind of like the indies for you know non WWE talent. So now that WWE is going to buy Evolve, like. I don't know where some of these people are going to go. I don't know. Because not everybody can get into the WWE, you know? But, I mean, yeah. To be fair, though, I feel like the last two years, at least, it's kind of turned into the new FCW. So, yeah. yeah. This is just them making it formal. If they do buy it. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like the underground vibes. No, I, I do, too. It, it sucks. WWE is definitely, like, no matter what anyone says they're sucking the life out of the indies a bit by bit mm-hmm. they're trying to muscle in which i i don't know man Vince, just respect the territories man you have your own just... we'll see where it goes i say best case scenario they put evolves library on the wwe network and let whoever runs evolve just let them run it however they want to run it do their every so often little pay-per-views with nxt talent and then just take the profits let them do what they do and then just take the profits yeah i guess but ah, nice. Thanks for bringing that up, Zach. Yeah. Um, yeah. One more thing, actually, Paul. I yeah. we have two more things, but Paul, I brought this one up for you. What's Did up? you know that it was rumored that there was supposed to be a Queen of the Ring tournament this summer? Wow. No. What is that? Tell me more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, just the King of the Ring tournament, but for all the women. And I would bet all my money okay. that Charlotte would have won. But, <laughs> okay. I mean, I can uh, see that too. It makes sense. But um. You know, the whole coronavirus thing got in the way. So we might see it when things go back to relatively normal, or it might just be scrapped because Vince has a very small attention span. Mm-hmm. But, but it, I think it would have been nice. Who, who would you guys have yeah. put for your first queen of the ring? First queen? I'm sorry, Paul, but I would have went with Charlotte. <laughs> no, dude, I kind of have to agree with you guys. I don't know who else it could really be at this point. And nice honestly, if it's her character. Yeah, yeah. what's up? It would have been nice to see her go to the finals and lose to someone. It would have been a nice nod for someone else. Yeah. They're not going to do that with Charlotte. I know. <laughs> this is like the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our question of the week. Knock, uh, I believe you were the one who suggested this one uh, based on all the Twitter conversation between wrestlers. Yeah, so a lot of Twitter conversation been going on. Like uh, Zaya Brookside brought up that she uh, someone used a finisher and uh, they didn't ask permission. Will Ospreay chimed in saying, you know, they don't really need to ask permission. It'd be cool if W plugged in for all the moves they steal, but that's not going to happen. So the question of the week will be, how do you feel about people using uh, finishers and should they ask permission? Is it a good idea to use other people's finishers? Uh, Zach, what do you think? Um, I think if it's a very original finisher out of respect and uh, yeah. what, what we can do with our phones, you have no real excuse to not do that and just ask for permission to do it. I mean, if it's a choke slam or like a tombstone or something like that, obviously it's fair game. Yeah. If it is unique, I I do agree. uh, That is something that should be asked for permission. Yeah. 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 Um, I think this actually happened a little while back. I think the Miz got in trouble for, um, or the Miz was trying to call someone else out for stealing one of his moves when in reality, wasn't he stealing a move to begin with? 
So it's like he couldn't really say anything. The Miz is a lot of borrowed moves. Um, yeah. Who would steal a Miz move? That's a bigger question. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. I can't remember exactly who else was in the Twitter beef, but uh, I want to say a lot of Impact guys were, were just ragging on them. Uh, yeah, a lot of Impact guys. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say, and this is – I say this praying that no one gets offended because it'll just prove my point. But wrestlers are very, you're too fucking sensitive. You guys are (laughs) big fucking alpha males and you guys get offended by so much. Like if you don't shake hands, it's the fence. If you eat in your locker room and stuff, like just fucking throw the traditional way (laughs) for the craft, man. I mean, uh, but the thing is, is that I understand that there are, you know, there's like locker room code, you know, there's like, um, you know, respect that you need to give to veterans. I, I feel like that's just something that's been tradition in wrestling. Um, it's something that's pushed a little bit more in Japan. So that's why I can kind of respect it and kind of understand where they're coming from. Let's see. There's like, I'm not going to walk up to Naito and step on his shoes. But at the same time, yeah. why should I have to carry someone's bags? Like, I respect you as a person. <laughs> I respect you as an entertainer. Why yeah. do we got to go through all this? Like, <laughs> why am I patting your yeah, ego? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some traditions need to be broken. Like if I ever like if I'm lucky enough to get in the ring and have a long career, I'm not gonna ask some young kid, hey, carry my bags, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Know. Or it's you know, be stuff. like Sunny and say, um, somebody didn't say hi to me, so she should get shot in the face. Yeah. I and I, I love all the wrestlers we've met have been cool. Um yeah. but it's just it's just something that annoys me. Like if you do one thing wrong, like like barring a move it's you're in art form it's a craft why yeah. why are you feeling so selfish but mm-hmm. that's the question and, of the week sorry go ahead yeah uh well i was just gonna say it's also kind of the same with music um with music being so broad and like you know there's with so many songs existing out there it's like yeah you're gonna like steal a little bit from everything you know what i mean and i feel like the same kind of goes for wrestling you know there's you know, so much to choose from. And there's so much inspiration online that you can pull from. Yeah, yeah, you can take the, yeah, maybe you can like message the person, but what if they don't get back to you and you really want to use the move? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think like, like for me, for example, Sami Zayn, like when he first, when I first saw him was in WWE, I didn't really watch him in Ring of Honor. And like a lot of the moves he was doing, I've seen Christopher Daniels do. So it was like, oh, he's kind of does Christopher Dan moves. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so exactly. like me, me as a viewer, it's like, it turned me off from him in the beginning until I seen him come into his own and like see yeah. how he really is a good wrestler. Yeah, and I can and see I, like if someone's on the Andy trying to make it, you have a unique move, and someone from the big league steals your move. I can see you being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, uh, well, well, it, can, it's, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, well, they can handle it like Roderick Strong did, like. Um, Victoria actually stole the widow's peak from Roderick Strong back in his backyard wrestling days. Um, but, you know, he didn't make like a big scene about it. He just kind of met Victoria one day and was kind of just like, hey, Victoria, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I was the inventor of that move, but, you know, it's totally fine. You can use it. Like, I'm okay with that. You know, you don't have to make like a big deal about it and like, you know, quote unquote, like out this person on the internet. I feel like that's kind of taking it too far. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a tough thing. Yeah, I can see it from both sides. Like, when Michelle McCool stole the Styles Clash, I was pissed. I was furious. 
But like, well, I can also yeah. see like you know other moves. Like, it's not that big a deal because mm-hmm. super kick, all these stuff are now DATs. They're just mm-hmm. common moves. Everything becomes common over time. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just my stance on it. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll love to hear your thoughts in the comment section. Uh, please let us know. Do you think that wrestlers should have to ask to borrow or use another wrestler's move or move set? Mm-hmm. Uh, but next up, we're gonna go ahead and get to one half of our tag team tournament debate this week we've got zach versus paul up first paul which team are you using today today i will be representing the jumping bomb angels and zach the new day new day (laughs) all right well you guys are going to go ahead and give us your reasons as to why you think your tag team is the best knock and i might have some questions for you but we're going to go ahead and start off with you paul Okay. Show us what you got. All right. So, okay. This was kind of a weird choice for me because I was contemplating whether or not I wanted to even add them in because no one knows who these guys are. They don't like, I bring up the name Jumping Bomb Angels. People are always like, who? I think even you guys were like, who is that when I first brought it up? So, I don't know. That's why I was a little hesitant. But then the reason why I wanted, to choose them was because one, I feel like, you know me, I I always think females need representation in the wrestling world. So that, and also I think what happened to them was an injustice. Um, If you guys don't know, the WWF women's tag team title belts has had a uh, tumultuous history. So what happened was that uh, uh, the women's tag team title belts, they were supposed to be a long running feud against the Glamour Girls versus the Jumping Bomb Angels. I think the Glamour Girls first won the titles and then the Jumping Bomb Angels took it from them. And then they were supposed to have an upcoming show in Japan where the Jumping Bomb Angels were supposed to win. However, the fabulous Moolah intervened and she told the Jumping Bomb Angels the opposite. She told them, hey, you have to actually drop the titles because the belts can't stay in Japan. And she also went to the Glamour Girl saying, hey, you're going you're gonna to take the, bo- uh, the belts off the Jumping Bomb Angels because the belts can't stay in Japan. That's just how it goes. When in reality, that's not what they were supposed to do. And the Glamour Girls actually ended up getting into a lot of trouble. And after that, they completely erased the women's tag team title belts. So that is a damn shame. Because if you go back to the very few matches that they had, that they were allowed to show to the public, it's phenomenal. It's something that was way above what even I think the men were doing at the time. And I'm talking, and this is like around like the 80s, like mid 80s, when, you know, it's not the same wrestling that you see today where people are doing like 10,000 trips, uh, flips in the air. Um, so if you go back and look at that match, God, these two, these women, they just, they were ahead of their time. And I was at, you know, with uh, this competition, or sorry, this tournament, I was deciding whether or not I wanted to represent the Jumping Bomb Angels or the Glamour Girls. But I decided on the Jumping Bomb Angels just because I think they were kind of carrying the Glamour Girls in this match. So yeah, I mean, that's the main gist of it. I just think that, you know, if they were given a chance, they would have been able to show you so much more. There's not that many highlights I can really you know, give out there besides, you know, that one match that they had um, in Japan with the Glamour Girls um, because the belt didn't 
really last long enough and the women's tag division didn't last long enough for them to be able to show anything. And I feel like with the, you know, reintroduction of the, uh, the, the WWE women's tag team title belts, now people are starting to recognize, you know, the jumping bomb angels and the glamour girls, but still there are a lot of people that are left in the dark. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the reason why I wanted to pick them. I'm always going to root for the underdog. I'm always going to root for the person that really, you know, doesn't have a voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because I, I only know one person who was in that match because mm-hmm. I was researching something. So I know Leilani yeah. Kai is one of those teams, but I don't know. Yeah, Glamour much. Girls. Okay. So who are the jumping bomb angels? Like what? Like the actual people? The actual people, their names are Itsuki and I think Mitsuka are their names. And they're two, two, uh, two girls from Japan. Is that all? Uh, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to know who they were, uh, just yeah. for the namesake. Um, so, were there other tag teams at this time, like, besides those two teams? Not really. I mean, it was really just, like, the Jumping Bomb Angels and the Glamour Girls. And what's funny is that um, people kind of refer to the Jumping Bomb Angels as the good women's tag team champions, because there's only been two in the history of WWF. And, um, yeah, there was really no one else. There was no set team. Okay, I dig it. I okay. I came across Layla and Kai basically when we did the uh, celebrities one because she had mm-hmm. a big thing with um, Cindy Lopner. Yeah, I didn't get to look into it, so thank you for shedding yeah. some light in that. Yeah, and her name is Norio, not not Mitsuki. It's Itsuki and Norio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any questions, Knocker Zach? No. That was a- yeah, I just remember that. Um, Good stuff. There's a whole lot of stuff with Mula that God you can cover. Um, she's yeah. a stain. She's yeah. a stain on women's she wrestling. Is. She's and it's not a, shame a legend. That, that was taken from them, but yeah, I, I it was around the time when I started getting into wrestling. So good pick, Paul. Uh, they're a classic in my book. Thanks. Nice. All right. Next up, Zach, you're gonna go ahead and rep your new day. Let's see what you got. All right, the new day. In case you live under a rock or suck, <laughs> let me break down the members for you. First off, we have the man with a master's in psychology, a bachelor's in philosophy, one of the smartest men in wrestling today, Xavier Woods. We got the yes. powerlifting champion, Big E, and former WWE champ, Kofi Kingston. These guys escaped creative limbo because they were friends, and they joined together to form the New Day back in 2014. At first, it was a gospel gimmick that wasn't looked at too uh, favorably among fans and critics, but then in... April 2015, they decided to turn heel and started having more fun and being themselves. So it brings them to a point now where they are eight-time tag champs, one of their reigns, the longest ever at 483 days. They've had great matches uh, with a whole bunch of different tag teams, but notably, I'd say if you wanted to pick their main foe, in my opinion, would be the Usos with Hell in a Cell matches all over the SmackDown. Uh, The rap battles are phenomenal and if you ever want to know how tough it is to do a live rap battle where you do not write stuff we can do it on promo school because it is very very hard and they make it seem flawless uh they were pwi's tag team of the year for 2015 and 16 i'd probably put one or two other years in there because they carried the division throughout their stay on smackdown they've introduced things like francesca bootios pancakes and unicorns to the wwe universe and of course they are parlaying their popular, excuse me, their popularity and friendship 
outside of WWE on shows like Wild and Out, all that, and hosting WrestleMania as one of the best hosts next to The Rock, who is going to, you know, if you take second place to him, that's all right. And of course, their Feel the Power podcast, but, you know, any jackass is going to have a podcast today. And of course, it's Xavier <laughs> Woods, Up, Up, You're Down, Down, me. which is a phenomenal gaming podcast. Um, these men have gone from being exhausted by creative to the go-to act in WWE, whether it's skits or matches. Uh, their work collectively led to Kofi Mania last year. And in my opinion, uh, it believably makes any of these men able to break out as singles champions without jealousy storylines. Uh, these men build each other up. They promote positivity. And I can go on and on about how they should be the face of WWE not just one person, not Roman Reigns, John Cena, anything like that. It should be these three guys because their talent, their charisma, and just their, man, I don't, I don't, there's so many words I just want to use to describe these gentlemen. Uh, they are beyond role models to me. They are the team. They are the new day. Hell of a team, man. I love them. Uh, the rap battles, some of the best stuff. The Usos they might have had the best Hell in a Cell match. Uh, yeah, great team. And to start from nothing on their, just doing nothing to where they are now was amazing. They all started off as like a bunch of guys that Vince didn't see anything in. And, you know, when you start off your career in WWE, I bet you it's, it's really hard to make a name for yourself. And sometimes you need a little bit of help. Um, so, you know, if we're going to talk about great tag teams, the fact that they are great in the ring, but also great friends. And like you said, Zach, they know how to, you know, lift each other up. I feel like makes them such a strong contender in this tournament. Yeah, very true. And I, I was so impressed with them when they, um, I think they were the first ones in the modern era to be like six-man tag team specialists, mm -hmm. which is something we just don't see in WWE nowadays. They could put on a six-man yeah. tag and it could be, it's it's always a great match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my boy Woods, it, just like Britt Baker, you know, got his degree while he was wrestling for TNA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell of a talent. Yeah. All three of them are just very, very smart when they speak. You can just... I don't know. You can just relate no matter who you are to the new day. They're just yeah. fun. They speak their mind on and off uh, TV. And just, I, again, I know we've talked about this individually. Why the hell are they not on the cover of a video game? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. It makes absolutely no sense. But yeah. Yeah. They, they're a fantastic team. They're going to go down in history as one of the best. Um, and even like alone, they've, they've all had moments where they've proven that they could do something by themselves. Like yep. Kofi Mania. Um, Biggie doing that five times promo against the Usos and uh, Xavier Woods. I think during the gauntlet match, he was yes. amazing. Yes. So they, they're, they're, they're fantastic. You know, I remind you, um, up, up, down, down is Xavier Woods' baby. He built that from the ground up. Mm -hmm. that he is did true. that all on his own. Yeah. No help from WWE. And then once it started gaining traction and started getting successful, that's when the WWE is like, oh, we recognize the up, up, down, down. Like, no, Very curious how it's gonna work when he leaves because yeah. WWE did like a post on YouTube where like they posted all of their WWE channels and like yeah. the Bella Twins and Up Up Down Downs on there. So I hope he doesn't have to like when he's done with WWE, they don't like keep it or something. He's a smart man. I'm pretty sure he he got that um, all taken care of outside. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. But very nice uh, job, guys. Any last questions? Knock Paul for the new day before we move on. Um, it's good. 
All right. So that was the first half of the tournament. We're going to have me and Nock go at it a little later. Uh, but right now, we're going to go ahead and move on back to you, Paul. You've got a Hall of Fame entry for us. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do something a little different this week. I'm going to do a career highlight, like a very short one, and then a very short Hall of Fame as well. Um, I'm going to start off with the career highlight, just because I think it's pretty neat. Um, I actually got this idea from my mom, believe it or not. Uh, I was talking to her over the phone. Yeah, if you can believe that. Um, I was actually talking to her over the phone, just to check up on her. And we ended up talking about the podcast somehow. And then she told me, hey, um, if you're going to do a career highlight, you should look up this guy named Kim Ill. Mind you, my mom does not know jack shit about wrestling. I've never had a conversation with her about wrestling. Uh, so this was this was pretty interesting to me, too. Um, and she was pretty much telling me, like, oh, Kim Ill was this Korean wrestler who was the biggest thing in, well, of all Asia back in her day, which I think was like the 70s. Um, I believe this guy's name here, I haven't pulled up. Yes, so his name is um, Kintaro Oki. And um, he got his start by actually being the protege to Riki Dozan. Do you guys know who that is? Mm -mm. No. Ricky Dozan is a Japanese wrestling legend. Um, he's pretty much the reason why all Japan pro wrestling exists. And okay. yeah, he, he was actually one of the first people to be inducted into the Hall of Fame along with uh, Lupez. And he's somebody that I actually want to make a separate video on myself just because he had a crazy life, which unfortunately ended at the hands of the Yakuza where he got murdered. But Anyways, uh, that's pretty much who his coach was. So um, being under his wing, he went on to the JWA, um, where he was the next big thing, because at the time, um, Inoki and uh, Baba, who were the top dogs, left that promotion. So he kind of took over and became, you know, Asia's next big wrestler. And... Um, the reason why I decided to pick him for this career highlight is because this man has won a plethora of championships. Um, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now and there's just way too many to list. This guy is a legend and I had no idea. And he's also a fellow Korean. Um, so I just thought that was something really neat. And yeah, that I guess was my career highlight. And now we will move into the Hall of Lame. Um, so back in 2003, I believe, do you guys remember the return of Hulk Hogan? Yes. Yeah. Were you guys excited? As a kid, yes. As a kid, yeah. So do you remember that one time when Hulk Hogan um, became a luchador wrestler? Mr. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> so basically, if you guys don't know, um, there was a storyline where Vince barred Hulk Hogan from the ring. Um, as a storyline. And then Hulk Hogan went home, put a crappy blue luchador mask on and called himself Mr. America. And everybody acted as if they had no idea who this was. And they played dumb the whole time. And it was the stupidest shit ever. Do you guys remember this at all? or Not at all. And I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like it came to a point where they, where Vince McMahon even had like a lie detector test on Mr. America to test if he was Hulk Hogan. I was like, I think 12, 13 at the time. And I even thought that, that was fucking stupid. So that is who I'm going to talk to my Hall of Fame today. 
Good. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it did not last long enough. And um, funny enough, Hulk Hogan actually ended up leaving the company for TNA, which ended the Mr. America gimmick. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. It's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, TNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All they heard was ch -ch -ch -cow 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 coming in the woods when he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you for uh, that stroll down memory lane, Paul. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know that about, uh, what was his name, Kim L? That was Kim L. Um, his name is, uh, his Japanese name that he took on is Kentaro Oki. All right. I would definitely look him up later. But mm -hmm. thank you for shining some light on the past. Uh, next up, we're going to move on. We're going to take another look in the past. Knock, uh, you got a hidden gem for us. Yeah, so uh, in honor of Her Majesty's reign as the NXT champion, Queen of the Sky, Io Shirai. This match was in Lucha Underground, uh, Pentagon Dark versus Io Shirai. So the story was this woman, Black Lotus, uh, Pentagon broke her arm. So she enlisted the help of the three most dominant women in the universe over in Japan. She got Kairi Sane, she got uh, Mayu, and she got Io Shirai to join her Black Lotus triad group. And in this, the full match is Pentagon Jr. taking on these four women in a gauntlet match. He faces uh, Mayu first, then he faces uh, Kairi, breaks their arms. So next up is the Io Shirai, the assassin. And it's not like it's a, um, she's fighting at a disadvantage. She's fighting from a point of weakness. She's whooping his ass. And they're going back and forth at each other. It's a strong match. A lot of, a lot of crazy bumps. She's jumping off anything there is, doing some Jeff Hardy-like dives. Great form. And they're going at it. And it's a hell of a match. Roughly like 20 minutes of them just doing all these dangerous moves to each other. And real, like it's real, uh, real animosity. Because, you know, this guy is Pentagon. He's their, like, their dark character in Lucha Underground. Um, Io really shines. It's a really good look. And uh, Kyrie shines, too, if you want to see her. But the focus I want to focus on was Io. And uh, check that out, Lucha Underground. Yeah. And uh, just to make sure, um, Black Lotus was Io, right? That was uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know her actual name. And, um, like, I just know her name from Lucha Underground. I think it's Black Lotus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Black Lotus. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I always love hearing about like Kyrie and Eo's matches before WWE, just because Eo's doing great in WWE. But it's always weird to remember that they did so much better, so much more. Yo, yeah, Eo's name was um, what's your name? Eo's name and is Hitokiri, uh, so assassin, you know, Japanese. Yeah, nice, but awesome. Yeah, definitely check it out. That sounds like a great match to to check out. Yeah, th this was insane. Awesome. All right, next up, Zach, you're going to take us through uh, another edition of Bop It. So we're going to play some Bop It. Uh, if you don't know, it stands for Bury or Push It. So we're going to do this up a little differently here. It's going to be a little faster. Um, I'm going to name off some topics, and you just say Bury or Push. We'll do this alphabetically. Eric will go first, knock second, Paul third. And either just say Bury or Push It. Uh, if you want to talk uh, about it, uh, why you want either way, just speak first and then end your statement with Bury It or Push It. 
So we'll get right into it. Um, WWE just banned this move, the buckle bomb. Barry or push it? Uh, Barry. 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 Agree. Kicking out of finishers. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Barry means we're in favor of it being. Uh, oh, to- no. It, oh, yeah. Barry means get rid of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, push. Yeah, push. Barry. Yeah, I'm going to say Barry. Yeah. Uh, kicking out of finishers. Ooh. Barry. Barry. Push. It depends on who you are. Okay. okay. Um, I'll say Barry. Uh, cinematic matches. Push. 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 Especially uh, now. Yeah. Uh, this is all USA and um, advertisers, but just for fun, three hour raw. Oh, Barry. <laughs> Barry, please. Do I even need to say it? Barry. Uh, <laughs> I probably don't need to say this next one, Lana. Oh, Barry. Oh, push. <laughs> <laughs> why? Wait, I want to hear your reasons as to why, Eric. Uh, I don't know why. My TV just feels brighter whenever she's on screen. <laughs> okay. All right, she's nice to look at. Um, what else, though? No, I'm kidding. Barry. Barry. Okay. Just give her papers. All right. Yeah. Um, Cody is why this comes to mind, but blood. Push. Push. Natural blood. Yeah. If we're going to say natural, then push. But if you're going to cut yourself, Barry. <laughs> okay. No, don't hurt I yourself. Agree. Unless you're Jimmy um, Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, beards on white dudes. Push. Push. A push, I guess. Damn, I'm buried. I'm so done with it. Everyone's got a damn beard. I'm yeah. done with this. I can't tell people apart. I can't tell my own people apart, guys. All right. Oh, no. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, Impact is I coming up with uh, Tessa coming back. Intergender matches. Push. 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 To push. The push. Yep. I've done right. Happened. Yes. Something I've been pushing for a while now. All right. 205 Live. Barry. Uh Okay, the the, the, the show the show itself, Barry, but the talent push. Same, same as Eric Barry. Just move him to NXT. There's no point in having a 205 live. Yeah, that show yeah. needs to go. Uh, part-time stars. Uh, ooh. Barry, Barry, you either you either stay there or you fucking leave. No, I don't agree with that. I I think push, but Brock is too much. Okay, push, but don't make them champ. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then the last one I got, the Nightmare Family. I put this on there because I don't know what the hell the Nightmare Family is anymore. Same. I don't know anymore. Uh, I'm gonna go push, but I don't know what, what they're doing. Yeah, they need to clean it up. I'll say push, but they need to make it cool, make it something. Yeah, I, I agree with what you guys said. At least they got rid of the Nightmare Collective. Yeah, that is true. I'll but say. Captain, the right direction. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I miss Kong. Um, I will say push. Just streamline it and get quiet time the hell out of there. Um, <laughs> he got a girlfriend now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say the new Nightmare Family shirt, um, all the proceeds are going to the Trevor Project. And the Trevor Project is an organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to the LGBTQ community of young people under 25. Um, so check out the trevorproject.org and they also have a phone number 1-866-488-7386 if you need that information if you need that help look them up and again all the proceeds of the new nightmare family shirt are going to the trevor project so just to end it off here we'll just go around the table uh anyone have one thing that they either want to bury or push in wrestling today eric what's up uh 
Uh, come back to me. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> um, bury the recycling of segments. I need new stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, Paul? I'm going to choose something you brought up, Zach. Um, intergender matches. I, like, I just don't understand why we still have divisions at this point. You know, like, I don't understand why men and women have to be separated. You know, I feel like Tessa Blanchard has already proven to us that, you know, you can put on five-star matches regardless of your gender. So I'm going to say push it to the moon. I, I don't know. I, I feel like everybody should be able to compete for whatever title that they want. Okay, fair enough. Um, right. I'll say one and then we'll come back to Eric. I want to push long IC title matches this Friday on SmackDown. Yeah. AJ and Daniel Bryan just entertained the hell out of me. I want more of that. And yeah, Eric, what do you got? Uh, only because at this stage of his life, Barry Vince McMahon. Oh, Hold on, bro. Good choice. I agree. <laughs> Is that literal or figurative? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he can go go off the floor to live your life, retire. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> figuratively, let's get him out of WWE. Let's uh, go retire, man. Enjoy life. I don't think you deserve it, but get out of WWE. Cool, cool. Uh, let us know in the comments section anything you want to push. <laughs> Uh, yeah, take it away, Eric. All right. I, I will just add one last thing about that buckle bomb uh, thing. I think it should be removed. I think it should be canceled. It's not a good move. I don't like the fact that it got removed because of Nia Jax. Yeah. That's what irks me. I think it should have been removed when Seth Rollins did it. But That's, yeah, that's yeah. when I was kind of wanting it to be gone, too. Yeah. yeah. The idea of Nia being so bad that she gets something removed, she should be the one removed, not, not moves. <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, that's my justification for it. Okay. Um, next up, we're getting to the penultimate segment here. Knock, you and I got a showdown, man. Let's go. It's the Hardy Boys versus uh, I don't know, this Harlem, guy. Harlem Heat. <laughs> Harlem Heat, all right. Five time. Five time. <laughs> I'm going to go Final ahead and let you go first because, I mean, ladies first, but go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> With the most charisma in the game, with the the strength, the athleticism, we have Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray, Booker T. Starting their careers off in 1989, these guys are 10-time WCW Tag Team Champions, most in history. When you associate winning, you look at Harlem Heat. When you associate participation, you incorporate the Hardy Boys. Did they win any of those TLC matches? I remember Edge and Christian winning. I remember Team 3D winning. I don't recall the Hardys getting a run in those matches. I remember Booker T taking on the likes of uh, Sting, Ric Flair, even though I don't like them, the Nasty Boys. They beat the Steiner brothers, all these legends in the game. Harlem Heat was a hell of a tag team existing in WCW. They are the Hall of Famers, not to mention Booker T being a two-time Hall of Famer, five-time WCW world champion. Even Stevie Ray had his run with the WCW television championship this is a team that spanned what is it 10 12 years of wrestling on the highest stage and also had their last match in reality of wrestling up a year ago great team great charisma great interviews um a lot of memorable moments from these guys that's my team i'm representing this week carlin e man so i'm sorry how many times were they uh tag champions uh 10 times 10 times oh that's cute all right <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that's that's fair. That's fine. Uh, Harlem Heat. You guys have any questions for uh, the soon to be uh, losing Harlem Heat? Um, any yeah, I got a, I got a question. Okay. Why you gotta call it the Hardys like that? 
<laughs> because unlike the Hardys, Booker has the charisma. He has the spinner Rooney, the scissors kick, the missile drop kick. Uh, hey Zach, they beat the Road Warriors too. Just to throw that in there. I I, but you're, you're not answering my you're not answering my question though. Why'd you have to call it the Hardys like that? I'm going against the Hardys this week. Yeah, I love the Hardys, but uh, the Hardys. They're, they're no Harlem Heat. Okay. I gotta Ooh. say, Booker T, man, you knew who was gonna break out. No disrespect to Stevie Ray, but you knew Booker <laughs> was well, gonna yeah. just break out yeah. and be something big. So, yeah. I mean, no disrespect, not. I mean, we're talking radio shows and podcasts. Yeah, I'll pick the Harlem Heat, but we're talking wrestling. We're oh. talking the show. Uh, the Hardy's about to get it. So, ten-time tag team champions, Harlem Heat, huh? Yeah. Man, they could take the okay. Take those ten times. I'll raise you twelve. Between WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, the Hardys have had 12 world championships. And let me ask you a question. Have, has Harlem Heat broken any records? Yeah, they're the, um, they have the most reigns in WCW history. All right. How about another one? How many records have they broken? Uh, I, wouldn't know that, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head, but uh, I'm sure they got some. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Hardys broke at least two. At least seeing two. as they were the only tag team right now to have held the TNA championship and the ring of honor championship at the same time. So what you're telling me is they uh, can't stay in a company too long. They uh, can't ride with one company. I mean, when you got creativity coming out of every hole, I mean, you got, you got to go where it goes. You do everything. Uh, let's see. In the time in the Indies, they held a TNA ring of honor. And there's a whole list of independent small companies that they were mm. repping for. Uh, of course, we got those TLC matches where, I mean. They lost? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got Edge and Christian. Yeah, they they cute little chairs. And you got the Dudleys. Yeah, they can break the little tables. But it takes some real courage to climb up a ladder knowing that there's only one way down. <laughs> and, excuse but, me. Oh, oh, what's up? What's up? Um, Eric, this is a wrestling match. We're not trying to uh, audition for Home Depot. Okay, we don't need ladders. We don't need any of that. We just settle in the ring like men. Oh, oh, no, of course. All right. So then, uh, speaking of men, so Booker was a world heavyweight championship. He had to get a crown to do that. He had to spin around on his ass to get that. <laughs> but pretty okay. sure Jeff Hardy was cool enough on his own that Vince was throwing titles at him. Pretty sure Matt Hardy created his own universe. I mean, when you can create your own universe, that, that kind of is a wrap. Okay. You and Brother Nero. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Zach, who's a better uh, manager, Sensational Sherry or Lita? <laughs> I don't think my mic's working. What did you say? Who's a better manager, no, Sensational Sherry or Lita? <laughs> you know Sherry is. Thank all, you, buddy. All I'm going to say is this is, a, this is a manager tournament. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Harlem Heat was tag team champion. or uh, They were number one tag team in the, of the year, 96-97, PWI voted. Uh, how many tag team of the year awards does Hardys have? You know what? I'm willing to, I will go in the comments section. I will put, I'll bet whatever I can that I can find one hey. of their tag team of the year. But Doc, here's, <laughs> here's the thing though. Like, why okay, should okay. we, why should we care about what PWI has to say? Shouldn't it be more on pressure, personal preference? The man's got a point. Okay. We'll, we'll keep that in mind. But <laughs> this is a reputable source here. This isn't some back alley <laughs> award show. This is one of the best. This oh, is no. the wrestlers look forward to. Okay, and Eric, I just want to also say, like, don't talk shit about the Spinner Rooney. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm here to win, Paul. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I will say, I will wrap it up on this. Okay. 2017, 
the Hardy Boys were a part of seven different indie promotions, <laughs> and they held seven different tag team titles. I, when the Harlem Heat can come back, reunite, and do all that, then we got a conversation. And that <laughs> is it for my debate for the Hardy Boys. Oh, man. Okay. okay. Uh, so, any last thoughts from uh, Zach and Paul? <laughs> Each of you, who do you think would win in their prime if they fought each other? I think the Harlem Heat would uh, be put over. I'm not going to lie to you. In why? Prime. Wow, that's tough. Yeah, why? Um, I think just, just because I'm representative, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say in their prime, because I don't know when the Hardy's prime is. They're they're yeah. You can't really say when their prime is, but I don't I think the Hardys would have been looked at if they were in WCW like that. I'm gonna say Harlem Heat would have won, but this would have been one of those matches where we're like, damn, Hardy boys carry that shit. Yeah, okay. see that depending on the year. But that's it, it looks like, for the tournament for this week. Uh, check us out in the comments. Let us know which teams do you think should go. Uh, the Jumping Bomb Angels versus the New Day, the Hardy Boys versus, I don't know, some jobbers. Yeah, come on, uh, man. <laughs> Harlem Heat, uh, let us know. But we're going to go ahead and get to the last show, the main event, Promo School. Zach, I'm glad you get to take the reins back. Take it away. Oh, man, you did a really good job last week. Uh, I just want to say that. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to listen to it. And all four of us are going to cut promos today. Oh. Um, oh. You three are going to do something separately, but I just wanted to cut a promo uh, right now. So I just want to say thank you guys. Uh, this has been so enjoyable to do this podcast with you guys uh, during all this quarantine and everything, having you guys as friends and being able to talk. One of the, the things that brings us together here, wrestling. Um, getting to know you guys was great and it's just really nice to be a part of this especially with everything going on where we can have open discussions and we're not afraid to say what we support so that brings me to the other side of the coin here since we are talking wrestling I am very disappointed in what has happened with a couple people uh first Jackson Ryder or excuse me Jackson Riker I don't even care about your fucking name <laughs> Jackson Riker you have poor taste in presidents and also your tweets are unbelievably terrible. Um, you're, you're nothing but trash, really, and I'm pretty sure your ass is done in SmackDown. They're just waiting to get rid of you. Um, it's, it's beyond me to be this stupid of a human being, and if you want to quote, I'm going to quote him right here, um, I challenge anyone of any color or race to go watch 12 Years a Slave, the movie, and realize how good you all actually have it. You dumb motherfucker, you realize how good you have it because of everything that all people of color built for this country. It's easy to be a self-righteous white guy like your ass and say that and have other people build a country while lazy white people founded the country the word founded it doesn't mean they built it okay so realize how good you have it based on what everyone else around built and i hope you go watch the ring the movie so in seven days we don't hear from your ass ever again oh. also tammy lynn snitch on yourself or sunny whatever your fucking name is god awful you're gonna sit here and call everyone doing these protests animals animals are usually locked in a cage right how many times has your stupid ass been locked in a cage oh right? in jail so fucking often you probably have a punch card there you are so unbelievably worthless for you to come out and say this and just call a race of people animals and you have tried to explain it making it worse get your ass off twitter 
and get your ass off of the wrestling circuit. And I'm just kind of bringing this up so everyone knows that these two, when everything goes back to normal and they want to use their name and what they've done in this industry to get autograph money and be a part of this circuit again and make money off of it, you boycott their ass and you boycott anywhere that will support them because it's just so gross. And every time you do go to one of these things, Sonny and Jackson Ryder, Riker, whatever the fuck, <laughs> I, I hope you, I, man, I just hope you are so afraid of every person of color that comes up to you, gives you a glare, stands next to you, and I hope you go home and you piss your sheets and I'm not talking the ones on your bed, and that's it. <laughs> brilliant. That was fucking brilliant. I was, I was scared in the beginning because um, you were starting it off with, um, like, it's such an honor to be on this podcast. I love you guys. And I was, just, I was, gonna ex- I was expecting a butt to be there. I'm just the like, doctor he... said I can't continue anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is this going to lead up to something bad? Is he quitting? Don't quit. I lost my smile. <laughs> no, I just want to get that off my chest because it's kind of been stupid. Yeah. Oh, you guys were too nice to Jackson Riker last week. Oh, fuck him. Uh, God. Yeah. You guys All are right, fucking asshole. Let's have some fun, huh? <laughs> that might be All my right. favorite promo. I just want to put yeah. that out there. Yeah. That, that, was, that was great. Thanks. Well, let's see how you guys do. So in the wrestling world, people always say someone is so good that they can put over a broom. You guys heard of that in some way, shape, or form? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what we're going to do today. Who is feeling kind of meh about doing a promo today? Me. Me always. Okay. I am going to send a link to you. So basically, you are going to have the product. Wait, I'm going first? No, you're going to go last, actually. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you are going to have the product with the most information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me just send it to you. All right. So basically, we are going to be putting over brooms. Right. So who, who's feeling really, really good? How you feeling, Doc? Listen, no, I'll, I'll do it, man. I'll start it off. Let's do you it. You start it off? Okay. Yeah. So basically... <laughs> you are going to get the cheapest broom possible. You are getting a plain-ass wooden broom. <laughs> so I'm going to send you guys these links here. Knock, yours is sent. Eric, I'm going to send yours. You're going to have a step up, Eric. You are going to have a Swiffer. All right. Okay, so everyone, when I send you these links, I just want you to look at the product descriptions, look at the features, look at the functions, because you are going to, in a promo, put these products over. You're going to put over a broom and bonus points. If you do not assign a gender to it, okay. um, Eric, you got yours and here we go. Now you have your scent. All right, Paul, you got yours. So just check it, take a look at the features, add in whatever you know about brooms or these products. Um, okay. so Paul, like you have a cordless dice. <laughs> what? Somebody years like broom college will finally pay off. <laughs> Uh, Paul, you have a Dyson cordless vacuum. Eric, you have a Swiffer, uh, excuse me, a Swiffer floor sweeper. And Nock, you got the basic wooden broom. So everyone is just going to do about 60 seconds and just put it over. That's the goal during a promo. You're going to sell the product basically. But here's how you're going to do it. You are wrestling tonight. You're not wrestling. You're showing up tonight with a new partner. We don't know who that partner is, so that's why you're going to sell us this product, basically. So, Nock, let me know whenever you are ready. I'm here. I'm ready. You all set? Let's go. 
All right. Put over a wooden broom in three, two, one, go. I stand before you, the five-time tag team champion, but I'm looking for a partner. I see Zach. He doesn't have what I need. I see Eric. Close but no cigar. I see Paul. Not a chance. Halen, all the way from the witch's past. My man, the broomy wonder. This guy is full hard on wood. You can't stop him. Can't break him. From top rope, no problem. Sliding in the ring, he has all the mechanics. He has the physique, the bristles, the sweep. We don't need a three count. We'll do it in one. Sweep him up, broomy, wonder, and knock. For the tag titles, there we go. There we go. All right. You just put over a wooden broom. Nice job, Knock. All right. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, man. Eric, oh, you ready? Man. All right. Uh, yeah. The next, the next generation of broom, you've got the Swiffer. All right. Let's know whenever you are ready. All right. Uh, I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. All right, listen up, all you Harry Potter wannabe ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Take your Nimbus and your Firebolts and throw that shit out because I got the newest sensation sweep in the nation. I ain't talking about Taylor Swift. I'm talking about the new Swiffer. This bad boy, I don't need to look around. I don't need to look over my shoulder. It's got 360 swivel. This thing is so easy to grasp. Anybody can take a turn. But let me just tell you right now, if you don't come clean, you ain't going to come correct. Me and this Swiffer about to clean house. Me and this Swiffer about to take all the cash. Me and this Swiffer about to be faster, stronger, smarter than anybody else out there. Don't need no mop. Don't need no sponge. That's it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You're using the features, guys. I love it. Paul, let me know when you are ready. All right. So you saw the link I have. It's got a bunch of features or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. use whatever. We'll just say Dyson Cordless Vacuum and just use whatever the you Dyson want. Dyson Cord. Okay. All right. The only way to get better is to practice, right? There you go, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, just give me a second. Yeah. So basically the features are the selling points. It's just like, you know, when you have a job in sales, that's what you want to list off because you create the strong points. You yeah. The damn thing over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to go for it. All right. Three, two, okay. one, go. All right. You know, I hear a lot of people running their mouths right now, you know, talking about, I don't know, some Harry Potter bullshit. But we all know that my partner tonight is the one to look out for. Mine is the one that's listed for, let's see, $100, $99.99 online how much how much is a wooden broom going for how much is priceless how much is the swiffer thing going for mine is expensive because people know that it's the best product out there and if you don't believe me uh auto cleaning functions yeah you might not need a sponge yeah you might not need a broom but bitch do you have a vacuum <laughs> i don't think so that shit'll clean up right away so don't wish your breath <laughs> because my partner is the one to look out for not some stupid old Harry Potter broom and not some swift jet whatever that you're probably going to run out of solution anyways <laughs> oh we never run out of solution we'll find the solution <laughs> <laughs> Paul that, that was your best one man that was really good that was good yeah. Paul. I'm really jealous that was a good one yeah. I put my mind to it this time I didn't freak out yeah, that, that was really good okay so I'm do glad. this too in real life too. If you ever need to like ask for a raise or if you're going on a date or something like that, this promo like to put something over, 
is, is something to use in your everyday life too. know your personal resume. We talk about this with Bobby Lashley and other people who just do these stupid storylines, mm-hmm. know your resume, build up your strong points and talk highly of yourself and put over yourself too. Every now and then feels pretty yeah. good. So that's promo yeah. school for the day. Yeah. Very yeah. nice job, Zach. This is why we got you. This yeah. is why we need you. <laughs> this is why he has exactly. all the paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, it was a great time today, guys. Um, check us out if you're listening to us on the podcast networks check us out on youtube we've got videos going up uh you can engage with us tell us who you think which tag team should win question of the week once again do you think wrestlers should have to ask to borrow moves or move sets uh any last minute thoughts um yeah follow follow us on instagram follow us on twitter west coast pop Mm -hmm. underscore uh check in with the tag tournament i'll try to get the um bracket out there for everyone to see so you guys can see all the teams vote for your, your wild card selection so we can uh, have those and uh stay tuned for next week yep awesome and we've been waiting a full week to say this zach where can they find us in the basement like in the basement like you can picture laundry room or the nursery or a funny you can with a white guy voice like you can do shit like this is the basement <laughs> <laughs> That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>